Hey guys, welcome to Admit 3, where we discuss all things movies, media, and television. I'm Laura. I'm Kurt. I'm Rob. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to our coverage of The Last of Us. Today we're discussing episode 8, When We Are in Need. The penultimate episode of season 1 introduces us to a mountain community under the leadership of a preacher named David. The community is struggling to get through the winter as food is in short supply, and unbeknownst to them, what little meat they are being fed is mostly of the human variety. While David and his right man hand James are on a hunting trip, they encounter Ellie, who is willing to trade a deer she hunted and killed for a bottle of penicillin to aid in Joel's recovery. However, David reveals to Ellie that one of their men was recently killed by a man who was traveling with a traveling with a girl around Ellie's age, and although he lets her escape with the medicine, he and several men set out to kill Joel and bring the resourceful Ellie back to their community. The season is almost over, guys. What did you think of episode eight? What did you think, Rob? I was gonna say, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I went first, like the last two times. It's Rob's turn. Um, I really enjoyed the episode. I feel like it felt a little, you know, quick, like fast-paced. Like they fit a lot of uh, story into what was it, like forty-five, fifty minutes mm-hmm. of showtime, and. Um, I don't know, this this whole, like, story arc just seemed like it started and ended so quickly that it, it seemed like it should have been at least, like, a multiple episode type deal. Like, what was it, um, like, in episode two or three with that, like, the people or whatever who were searching for that little kid? That was, like, a two, three episode thing, right? Yeah. At least two. I think it was two. Yeah. It, like, started at the end of an episode, but then went to That also episodes. went very quick because yeah. they led, what's her name, Kathleen or something? Kathleen, yeah. 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 Uh, like stacked her up to be like this super villain and then she literally died the next episode so yeah and i feel like that one had the same issue where like the storyline just moved so quickly and wrapped up so quickly i don't know if that's just because you know that's how it goes in the video game and they just want to try to fit as much of this stuff that happens in the game into the show as possible but like it just seems like we get from like the starting point of this story arc to the end in like a flash like it's just over like instantly I would say that that's my gripe with the episode also. It's just that it feels like they, like you said, like they fit an entire storyline into one episode and didn't really give that storyline room to breathe. Um, and that's kind of my gripe with the season as a whole. We've seen that. It, like it's moving from thing to thing so quickly that you don't get a chance to really sit with it before you're on to the next thing. I wonder if they're almost doing that intentionally because when you're playing a video game, that's usually how it is as well. I'm sure yeah. it is intentional. I'm, And I think if we had played the video games, maybe that would land better with us as viewers. But we didn't play the video games. Right, yeah. as I, I always kind I guess of every want to play the video now. game. I feel like after every episode, I'm just like, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to play the game. <laughs> you only got to wait three more weeks and you're going to be able to. Uh, despite that gripe, though, I do... I think this might be my favorite episode overall. I don't think it's a perfect episode, but I really love the tension in this episode between David and Ellie. Once Ellie is captured and she's, you know, in a makeshift prison cell, basically, and he's being very creepy and uh, very much like a pedophile, um, she... You know, it takes all of his abuse and 
you know, remains tough. Even though she's, you know, clearly afraid, she throws things back at him. She breaks his fingers. Ultimately, hacks him to death with a cleaver. I almost kind of wish they would have drawn out his death a mm -hmm. little bit more because he's a sick piece of shit. He is a sick piece of shit. And, and the uh... actor who plays him, I wish I had his name in front of me, was fantastic. <laughs> uh, he was so good and creepy as that guy. And yeah. even <laughs> so demented, and it's kind of a shame that he was only in one episode because I think so far he's been the best villain on the show. Yeah, but I'm glad that he's not because I would have been pissed if they kept this fucking creep alive mm -hmm. for any more length of time because I just at least like what fucking twelve. I think she's 14. Not that that makes it any better. <laughs> Either way, she's a fucking child. She's a child. And he's like, I love it when they fight back. Haven't you gathered that already? Disgusting. Yeah. I wish he burned, burned alive. I mean, he's burning dead because the place is on fire. But... I know, but he, no. He got hacked, which he probably. <laughs> he got hacked a bunch. Yeah, I know, but still, it didn't do enough justice. <laughs> uh, another thing I really liked about this episode was, you know, Joel's finally got some life in him, which means that other people have some death in them, because once he realized that Ellie was, you know, taken captive by these people, he really went on a fucking rampage, and yeah. he was very brutal about it, you know, he was talking about, like, kneecapping a guy, like, yeah. taking his kneecap off. And I love how even after, like, he pointed out to where she was, he's like, he knew that he, they were a part of... yeah those people that attacked him back at the lab place so he's mm -hmm. like you're not living <laughs> and i love when he grabbed with the um the pipe or whatever yeah. he's like he told you what he wanted to know he's like i believe yes yeah. i'm beats him <laughs> i'm like yeah joel's back yeah i think half, that was... half staff but <laughs> <laughs> like in the the past few episodes we've seen like more of joel's softer side that he's like been you know slowly bringing back and then this episode, they really showed, like, what he probably was more like back before he yeah. met Ellie and everything. Yeah, but they're showing <clears throat> what he'll do to get to her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to help her, yeah. And I, I love when they reunite at the end. He's like, I got you, baby girl. Yeah, he's, like, patting your head. Oh and, uh, baby girl. How many women do you think are, like, rewinding <laughs> and Joel saying, baby girl? I got you, baby girl. Oh, my God. That whole Pedro Pascal daddy thing is, like, everywhere, and it's weird. But you're into it. No, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> not into it. We'll never be into it. I don't get the whole daddy thing, but that's for another day. <laughs> I was listening to like an interview that um, had Pedro Pascal in it, and they were asking him like if he ever listens to like or goes on Twitter and looks at like heartthrob tweets. Yeah. Um, when he's feeling down, he like starts breaking, <laughs> like cracking up, and he's just literally, like laughing so hard. And he's like, "Yeah, I absolutely." Yeah. <laughs> and just the way he like couldn't like barely speak because he was laughing so hard was just so yeah. awesome. I believe that was the Vanity Fair, like they did the lie detector test thing. I yeah. believe he was hooked up, and he knew mm -hmm. that it would show that he was lying. <laughs> they also have um, these things where they have celebrities read their thirst tweets. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, and he was reading it. A bunch of those, and that was actually funny. Too. I didn't see that one. <laughs> uh, I thought you don't want to. <laughs> a, another very small nitpick I had with the episode was even though I love all the things that happen with Joel as the episode progresses, mm -hmm. 
He was knocking at death's door there. Yeah. <laughs> like, for most of this episode, even. Yeah. He, <laughs> he was like... couldn't even barely open his eyes. It, he was so white. He looked like when E.T. was, like, about to die. <laughs> and then somehow he's trekking across Yeah, then somehow the he's town. trekking across the town and killing everybody. Torturing. Yeah, torturing people. It's that penicillin. Uh, it works fast, I guess. Penicillin injecting straight into the wound. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a doctor. Clearly, <laughs> but uh, I mean, as long as it gets into the bloodstream, right I mean, I'm, I'm not sure how that works. I'm not sure if you're supposed to directly but inject the penicillin into the wound. I'm gonna go ahead and say no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's but, try it. I've got like a scratch on my leg. Okay. Also, another qualm I have with this episode is that they kill the fucking horse. Yeah. I don't get it. Leave the animals out of it. That horse, they had to have been down in that cellar or basement for a couple days, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe it's putting the horse out of its misery because yeah, it doesn't horse, have any horse food. Been starving <laughs> but really, I don't... just let the animals live. Before Give you watch the food. episode, I told you I was like, I think you're going to like the episode. But it's something, in and then as soon as as soon as she opens the garage, and I remembered that they had a horse, yeah. I'm like, this fucking Ooh, thing's going to die. <laughs> Dinner, <laughs> you mentioned to me earlier, Rob, that they should have that Ellie and Joel should have eaten the horse, like yeah. they didn't have any food. Yeah, maybe they should have. I, mean, I guess horse. it was probably stringy. <laughs> it was probably their best means of travel, but I mean, they're they're in like a a snowy, wintry place. There's probably yeah. not any food for the horse to eat, so it's how is it even gonna make it? I don't get it. <clears throat> I'm just distraught. Well, speaking of eating things that shouldn't be eaten. Oh my god. We didn't watch this episode together, as usual. I just <laughs> finished watching it. And after li literally, like, every time something was coming on, I paused it and I was calling down. I'm like, this is gonna happen. <laughs> and immediately, when they bring in the tub of meat. It's venison. Yeah. And the, <laughs> just the look they gave, I'm like, these motherfuckers are eating people. Yeah. And then... It, like, basically rubbing it, their yeah, like <laughs> it clicked that they were just like, oh, we're gonna bury your dad in mm. the spring because the it's too hard to bury him in the ground because it's winter. And I'm like, they're gonna feed this kid her fucking dad. Like uh, uh, she's gonna like it. Oh my god! <laughs> like literally, when they showed the spoon go to her mouth, I'm like, no. <laughs> but her mom, her mom has to know. She was in the kitchen. She was helping the cook. She fucking knows that they're eating people, and she fucking knows she was eating her husband. Well, what if she just actually thought it was venison? No. Didn't you see the side eye she gave that guy when he said, it's venison? Do you think she would have willingly ate her husband? She was willingly eating other people, so... How do you know that? Because they said a select few people. That doesn't mean she was one of the select few. By the look she gave and the hesitancy <laughs> when she was about to eat it herself, she knows. Go rewatch the episode, and I'm going to tell you, she knows 100%. I know that when Kurt brought it up when they were like, um, what's the guy's name? Dan? Daniel? I'm David. The, David, that's yeah. it, David. <laughs> David and James were outside talking about like how much food they had left or whatever. Kurt brought it up, and he was just like, do you think they're eating people? And I had suspicions, but I wasn't like completely confident about it. But then once that scene happened where they're all sitting down in the dining hall and they're all eating and David is just like watching everybody's reactions yeah. to eating, I was like, okay, yeah, they're definitely <laughs> eating people. Yeah, well, one, you can see the woman's hesitancy eating it. And you can also see James like put it in his mouth and he's like, 
<laughs> because he knows he's fucking eating a person. And I don't know if you realize, but David's plate is hefty. It's the, big, <laughs> it's the biggest one in the room, and he's eating it like all jolly as shit. He likes long pig, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> he's a sick, twisted individual, and I'm glad he's dead. You're <laughs> <laughs> talking about him he's a real person. <laughs> I want that on my headstone when I die. <laughs> he's a sick, twisted individual, and I'm glad also, he's dead. Yeah, backtracking to that whole scene. If someone ever backhanded my daughter in front of me and then offered his hand to pick her back up, like, oh, yeah, you deserve that because I was speaking and you <laughs> spoke out. Of... No. Why don't these people just overthrow this piece of shit? He's like, they I was chosen. I turned from teacher to preacher. It's like... Ellie's response to that is funny. Just <laughs> like, it's the fucking fucking <laughs> that yeah, very I funny. actually laughed out loud. I don't know if you heard me there, but I did. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to turn this into an episode where I'm knocking religion, <laughs> <laughs> but you, you see that all the time in like these true crime things yeah. where people really buy into these preacher types and do whatever they say. But you and... see the whole group of people, like the group of guys that they bring out there to go hunt mm -hmm. Ellie and Joel down. That they don't like what he's saying. So it's like, why follow this one fucking loser? It happens. Every, every, why don't they kill him and eat him? Stuff like this happening. They just have too much power over these people somehow. Even they shouldn't, but they do. Fucking losers. I don't know. I feel like if this was a real scenario and like a person like that did exist, somebody is going to just shoot them like whether on a hunting trip and be like oh it was an accident yeah. or like i don't know what happened 100%. to him or whatever like people like that are gonna disappear i wouldn't even need, I wouldn't even need to be on the hunting trip yeah i'd just be like oh my finger slipped sorry yeah i mean like in a, in a lawless world i mean people are just gonna do i'm whatever. also wondering if he was raping the young girls that were in his community because he was very willingly gonna do it to ellie in the three seconds that he knew her so I mean, I imagine that because if that were happening, behavior was being expressed. He was also. definitely dead the moment that ever happened. He did tell that other girl after he slapped her that you know her dad might have died, but she still has a father, <laughs> and it was very fucking weird. I hate everything about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, his right hand man, James Buddy Boy, as he <laughs> called him several times. <laughs> Uh, the actor who plays him actually played Joel in the, the video, video game. game. Yeah, I read yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Voice actor. He was actually saying how um, Pedro Pascal was able to bring out, like, a, he thinks he brought out a better version mm -hmm. of the character. Wow. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Um... I know we've discussed our uh, foods of choice in the apocalypse, <laughs> but if you had no option but to starve to death or eat a person, are you guys chowing down? Or Like I said before uh, we even started recording, I wouldn't have gotten this far because immediately, first of all, this is like, what, 20 some odd years later? I would have already been dead 20 some odd years? No. All right. Well, let's say that you're alive. I'm telling you, say... I'm not putting human flesh into my mouth knowingly. Not even if I'm dying. 
It's not happening. What about you, Rob? Um, obviously, no. <laughs> but you've seen all these. Like... Are we just saying that for the podcast? <laughs> no, <laughs> I definitely don't want to eat people. I can tell you that one hundred percent. Blink twice but, if you're lying. <laughs> but you've seen all these survival stories, of like you know, plane crash uh, survivors and like you know, stranded people or whatever. Where if people do pass away, you know, they will mm. eat. Like the dead people. What I'm saying is, <clears throat> okay, let's say you do, you're in a plane crash. Mm. You eat the person. You're still dying. I'd rather die. Those people in the plane crash actually were yeah, rescued. Sometimes they are rescued. No, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't ever live knowing that I've eaten eaten another human being. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I agree with you. It's it's a repulsive thought. It's something that obviously. Could you imagine if we already have? What? If like <laughs> restaurants or some fucking like what kind of restaurant? Yeah, you're no, but I'm saying like some Burger King, <laughs> some sick, sadistic <clears throat> person like chef is like bringing in his own like little freaky stash and like mixing it in. I don't think they allow people to bring in their own <laughs> it could be in like their bag and you would never know. Be in their bag. Yeah. A duffel bag? Any kind of bag. I feel like that's a reach for sure. I, my main point I was getting through the whole, you know, survivor stories and everything is that like of course, you know, when you've got, you know, a refrigerator full of food and cabinets with food and everything, you know, we could drive down the road and pick up food if we want. You're going to say, no, I would never do that. But, like, in a survival situation, if it's been days without eating, you know, who knows what you're going to do. People are going to do whatever they can to survive. And if it's eating a dead person, maybe that's <laughs> what it's going to take. I don't know. Won't be me. All right, let's put you to the test. We'll chain you to the wall. <laughs> Give you three days. <laughs> three days. <laughs> let's make it a week. <laughs> no water either. <laughs> yeah. I would die. Well, that was the joke. Alright, anyways. <laughs> um, you didn't want to be there for the apocalypse anyway. So, <laughs> no water for you. Um, also, I just want to shout out um, the makeup artist for the show for whoever did Pedro Pascal's makeup during like his being on Death's Door because he absolutely 100% looked <clears throat> like Death. Yeah. So props to you <laughs> absolutely looked like he was dying for real <laughs> <didn't help> <laughs> <laughs> and his wheezing breath yeah, <laughs> he really sold it pretty well i do have to say for me that this is probably my second favorite episode so far your first and... being episode three yeah okay <laughs> I feel like Ellie's a um, <coughs> badass bitch, and she got to show a lot of that she in uh, this Bella, episode. Bella Ramsey was, is yeah. fantastic in this episode. Uh, now I'm gonna have to go back and watch Game of Thrones to see how she's in that. <laughs> I've only seen the first season of Game of Thrones. I think she's in season six, seven, and eight. I've seen like the first three seasons of Game of Thrones, and then I was like, "This is kind of boring." <laughs> <laughs> it was like the same thing every episode. So is this so far. <laughs> I did see a meme earlier um, about how there's basically like no zombies in this show. I mean, 
Yeah, what are we, we haven't really seen any since the... This was episode 8. Episode 8, and we've had maybe like three episodes <laughs> with zombies in it. I, the first couple of episodes, there were the zombies. <clears throat> uh, then they were sparingly used for a while until Kathleen's death episode. We saw a shit ton of them. Mm-hmm. But I don't but think since, we've seen since any since then. then. I mean, since last the, week's small episode, bloaters? there was one in the mall. Yeah, last week's yeah. Episode. that was a flashback episode, yeah. though, so it's kind of... Literally one. So, yeah, we haven't really seen any sense of bloaters. So, do you think the last episode they're going to go all out like with zombies? Or they're going to lean into the more character-driven? Because uh... I'm fine. I, I know <laughs> I, I was saying that I saw the meme, but I, I'm honestly not opposed to them, you know, leaning more into the characters. Because I feel like that is the interesting part to the show. I so. for sure think that my f- favorite episodes so far have been the more character-driven stuff. Uh... Except I really did love the episode where it was all out with the zombies too, but um, the episode where they meet Tommy, I really loved that character-driven stuff. And this episode, <laughs> we're gonna start fighting about Tommy again. <laughs> I just wish there was more like of a balance of like you know you have the best of both worlds. Yeah, and... the heartfelt stuff, feel good stuff, but some. <laughs> Apparently, next episode is gonna be divisive. Yeah. So, according to Bella Ramsey, I, I can't wait to see what happens. I have no idea where it's going. I I know that next week's episode is like 40, 45 minutes long. It's the shortest mm-hmm. episode of the season. Yeah. So I. That scares me. I'm like, are, is the finale going to be lacking because it's the shortest episode? Or maybe it's just going to be so balls to the wall that uh, it feels like a relentless 45 minutes. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, hopefully they don't let us down because it's been. I feel like it's been pretty strong thus far, and I hope the finale isn't just like. I feel like they got to do like another time skip or something because I don't know how they pick up from where they left off last episode. Yeah. And wrap up the whole season. I don't know how that would work. That's another small complaint I've had with the series so far is that it doesn't feel like there's really a means to an end with the season, like. It doesn't feel like next week is the finale. It doesn't feel like it's been building toward a conclusion. Mm -hmm. That's because they're going to hit us with a major cliffhanger. That's what I'm thinking, is that it will probably end on a cliffhanger. Finished at all. We don't know how the game ends, obviously, but I feel like they're probably just not going to complete the game in this season, Mm -hmm. and that the rest of season one will be... I mean, season two will be uh, the rest of the game. But, who knows? I guess we'll find out. It almost kind of, like, reminds me of Poker Face, how it's, like, every week it's, like, a new villain mm-hmm. of the week, a new, like, story. Like, yeah. And, I mean, they're both great shows, good episodes, but still it's, like, we started off so strong in Poker Face mm-hmm. with, like, they introduced a, you know, a good villain and backstory, and then we haven't... I guess they kind of teased it at the end of the last episode for Poker Face. Yeah. I don't want to go into it too much, because I think we are going to do a season Yeah, we're going to do a season recap, yeah. And we'll have Sherry back for that one. She's very excited. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can't wait to see what happens next week. I'm very excited. I think overall the show's been very solid. Yeah. Very consistently solid. I'm like already sad that it's gonna be over. <laughs> and it better not take fucking two years till we get season <laughs> well, two. It probably will take two years before we get season <laughs> two. But we're gonna have to find a new show. To find a new show to watch. To cover. Um, Yellow Jackets is coming back. We mm-hmm. haven't watched season one, but I've heard it's great. Maybe we can catch up on that. Uh, Barry, the final season, starts yeah. next month. 
We gotta get Laura on the Barry train. I think you'd really like it, honestly, Laura. It's it's one of my favorite shows of all time, probably. I'm telling you, Laura, you would like. It. I know she, she's given. You guys can't see because we don't have any cameras, but she's given a look to us, like, yeah, whatever, <laughs> rolling her eyes. But she definitely would like it. Uh, so what uh scores do you have for the episode, guys? I would give it a solid four out of five. Four out of five. Not bad. Oh, you wrote uh 3.5 3.5 just say yeah. you hated it move on yeah, it, to the heart i feel like it was a solid episode i feel like you know it had a couple issues with the pacing um i didn't hate it but i didn't absolutely love it like some of the other episodes i've seen in this um series so i'm gonna have to give it a 3.5 I'm going to give it a 4.5. It might be my favorite episode of the series. It's at least up there. And my other two favorite episodes of the series, I gave a 4.5. So it's definitely right there with those for me. Really loved it. A few small gripes, but overall, I thought it was very solid. <clears throat> All right. Well. I can't wait to see what they have for us for the finale. So tune in. <laughs> you don't want to miss it. That's right. Next week, next Wednesday, rather, for the finale of The Last of Us. And also, Monday, we're going to have kind of like a special, you know, double feature type deal. We're reviewing 65 and Scream 6. We're going to have them in separate episodes just so it's a better viewing experience so you don't have to go through one to get to the other. So Yeah, we talked about the day without you, Laura. Sorry. Um, I didn't agree. <laughs> we're going to still record them both back to back, but we're just going to have them split up so that, you yeah, know. Yeah, we'll see. Well, if somebody only wants to listen to the screen review, they don't have to go through 65 and, like, scroll all the way through or whatever. It's the same thing, except they're just split up. We're still doing the same exact amount of recording and everything, because nothing else is changing. We call it a double feature. It basically it is, because normally we only release one. I don't care. I know. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everybody. See you next time. Uh, <laughs> Bye. Hey guys, be sure to follow us on social media. We are at Admit3Pod on YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram.